Greetings and welcome to the Universal Freemason Podcast. I am your host, J.T. Asher. I am president and founder of the Universal Freemason Research Society, a nonprofit educational organization teaching Masonic philosophies to the masses as a means to improve society as we help the individual kill their own ego and improve themselves. And what is the first duty of this podcast, you might ask? And you would be right again if you guessed to give Brother Tyler the night off. (laughs) Put away your sword, Brother Tyler. Open the door. Let them all in. This podcast is open to anyone and everyone interested in the high ideals and practical actions of Freemasonry. <laughs> so how's everyone doing? Um, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're living and not just surviving as we push forward through the remainder of 2020. And a hell of a year this has been, huh? Uh, we are just over a couple of weeks from the United States general election. I see long lines at polling places on our national news here. And uh, and I mean, people are waiting for hours to exercise their right to cast their ballots. Now, as I watch the news, I'm, I'm grateful uh, for the decision uh, that my wife and I made about 20 years ago, uh, which was to uh, vote by mail permanently and this happened after one bad morning uh, in a, uh, of course, it was an election November. And uh, we were getting to the polls early in the morning, arrived early in the morning. And uh, I was trying to get to work on time. And uh, my wife did not have, uh, you know, her face on yet. But uh, definitely, we both had bedhead, right? I, I have perma bedhead by the way. So, uh, in that condition, we were met by, uh, cameramen at the polling place, uh, for the local news. And it was live, uh, from your local polling place. Right. And, uh, we were not happy that, uh, live news wanted to show us and are mostly unkempt and are rushing to get on with the day condition. Um, you know, uh, selves live on TV. <laughs> so, uh, I went home and said, you know, well, that was an awful experience. I mean, we had to tell the camera we don't want to be on TV, you know? Um, um, but a quick study later that day, uh, taught me where to sign up for permanent, uh, vote by mail. And we did so right after that election, uh, was over. And uh, we never look back. Um, gives you some uh, advantages if you uh, vote by mail, um, which you can take your time and vote in your pajamas and look as bedheady and uh, no uh, having on facey <laughs> uh, as you would like, right? So it made it even easier for me because uh, subsequently I began employment with the county government, uh, that I reside in. 
And uh, the county clerk's offices are in the very same building where I work. So every election year, my wife and I uh, take our time. We fill out our ballots at home when they arrive. Uh, and the next morning, usually, I take the ballots right to the clerk's office where they have an indoor drop box for, for ballots, as well as an outdoor drop box where I drop my ballot uh, in and uh, go to my office and begin my work day. So, you know, I, I know I'm lucky and blessed, really, to have an easy time voting. And I applaud those of you who sacrifice your time and energy to exercise your right, your right, your right to vote. Remember, that is your right. On this episode of... Uh, the Universal Freemason Podcast, I would, uh, I'm would i going to divulge what advice I would give a politician who would want to represent me, and I will actually going to use the words of uh, Albert Pike as a conduit of that advice. This is your country, uh, my fellow citizens. You can change it. We will read from Albert Pike's magnum opus right after this message from our sponsor, Anchor Podcast App. This is the Universal Freemason Podcast. And I am back. Thank you for making this podcast a success, by the way. Um, I uh, sincerely thank you for uh, 1,300 plays of uh, this podcast since March. Uh, The last episode, um, you all played this uh, about 113 times, uh, and that was episode 13. Um, I thank you, and I remain humbled by your interest, and I remain hopeful that words here and uh, passages read here have made some sort of difference in your life. I really appreciate you uh, taking interest in in, uh, what I'm doing here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So um, as I exercised my right to vote uh, about uh, two days ago, I reflected on a question I asked myself about every election year. If I had two minutes or less with any politician, any presidential candidate, any senator, any congressman, what advice would I give them in hopes that somehow I could affect some positive influence during their decision-making process once they got into office. You know, what would I say? Now, I think many politicians begin their journey into politics with good intentions um, and and right intentions, really, you know. Um, And I think this is true uh, whatever country they enter office in. And and, uh, I know we have some listeners in, in Canada United Kingdom, um, this podcast is listened to all across the globe, really. 
Um, so I don't want to, uh, uh, you know, be exclusionary here with our with politics in this in this podcast. So bear with me for a minute, and we're going to get a little broader. Okay, so uh, I apologize for the uh, uh, single view that kind of is uh, taking place at the moment. But um, but what would I say? I I think uh, people get into politics to affect social change. I think that's the right reasons, you know, personally. I I think based upon whatever their ideals are of what is best for their country, people tend to get into politics uh, to be a purveyor of those ideas. And then uh, what I believe happens is the politician enters the bubble of politics. Their own cultural ideas get washed away by the job and identity of, quote, uh, being a politician, right? So, uh, you know, you enter this different culture now. You're Now you're in a politician culture. So, and I think it becomes easy to shed their own skin and, pull on the new clothes they need to wear to survive in that bubble of politics that they enter once they leave their hometown and their culture. Often their hometowns and and the people that live in their old hometowns, they get thrown into... a, a, a biblical phrase here, the sea of forgetfulness, right? And these bright ideals that cause the politician to enter the arena in order to affect social change, they drown slowly, and sometimes they sink like a lead weight in that very sea of forgetfulness. So what would I say if I had two minutes or less to that politician who dares to run for an office under the guise of representing me? What would I say? I found this paragraph in Magnum Opus by Albert Pike to be most fitting, uh, to be a most fitting response to that question. Here's what I would say. I would say, quoting from Albert Pike's Magnum Opus, this is from the fourth degree lecture, Secret Master. I would tell him, I would tell the politician, this is slightly paraphrased, be faithful to your country and prefer your country's dignity and honor rather than any degree of popularity and honor for yourself. Consult your country's interest rather than your own and do not pander to only the pleasure and gratification of the people, as sole pleasure and gratification are often at variance with their own welfare. Two minutes or less, that's what I would say. Amazing words. Be faithful to your country. Prefer your country dignity and honor above popularity and honor for yourself. You'll never get reelected that way, but that's okay, (laughs) you know. Consult the best interest of your country rather than your own best interest. Don't pander 
to the pleasure and gratification of your constituents, because pure pleasure and gratification are not always in the best interest of the people. See ancient Rome. (laughs) If I had two minutes or less to try and affect positive influence on a politician, those are the words I would say. Paraphrased from Magnum Opus by Albert Pike. This is from the fourth degree lecture. This is going to be the last episode uh, before the United States general election. Remember, my fellow citizens and citizens of the world, whatever country you live in that has a democracy, cherish that democracy. This is your country. You, you can change it. Vote. And then... Let's strive to keep our representatives in check. Let's make sure they are faithful to your country. Let's make sure they put their country's dignity and honor above their own popularity and honor. Let's make sure they consult the best interest of our country rather than their own best interest. Let's reject any pandering from politicians to our pleasures and gratifications. And let's make the hard choices we need to make and participate in the hard actions we need to do in order to quash the obstacles of pandemic and economy that are hurting millions around the world. And a lot of of these people are our own selves. This is causing deaths and to hundreds of thousands of people because there's not the action that needs to be taken right now. It's your country. You can change it. Vote, vote, vote. Okay, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, please visit our podcast website at Universal Freemason Podcast, one word, blogspot.com where I will post uh, the original text from Magnum Opus a little bit later tonight uh, alongside my slightly paraphrased version uh, that I read here. And follow us on uh, at UFreemason on Twitter. There will be a new episode after the election uh, roughly about uh, two and a half weeks away. Uh, If you have any ideas on what that new episode should be, please feel free to contact uh, me at universalfreemason03 at gmail.com. This has been the Universal Freemason Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Much appreciated. Go in peace, so mote it be.